This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeb Blunt, best-selling author of People Buy You, and I'm here to help you knock down more doors, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. Last night, I watched the greatest football game I've ever seen. It was one of those edge-of-your-seat moments that I may never experience again in my lifetime. In a moment, I'll share with you an important lesson from this game that I promise will transform your career and life. But first, I want to tell you about one of my favorite companies, Unifirst. Unifirst is one of the most respected companies in the uniform services industry. In fact, you may have seen their CEO recently on Undercover Boss. I got my start as a sales professional selling rental uniforms, and I loved it. It was a great place to hone my sales skills and earn a fantastic income at the same time. What I love about Unifirst is that this customer-focused organization consistently puts their people first, making it a great place to work and grow in your career. They offer amazing benefits, awesome training, and the opportunity to earn an impressive income. This is why Selling Power Magazine named them one of the top 50 companies to sell for. And here's the good news. Unifirst is hiring sales professionals and sales managers nationwide. To check out Unifirst sales and sales management opportunities near you, go to unifirst.salesgravy.com. That's unifirst.salesgravy.com. My son plays wide receiver for a small high school football team in the heart of the South, where football is more than a game. It's a religion. Friday nights under the lights are sacred. And in this cathedral of sport, few things are worse than going into a game knowing that your chances of winning are slim to none. But that's how the stage was set for what we call the backyard brawl, the traditional first game of the season between our school and a rival just across the county line. Now, years ago, when this rivalry was first conceived, the game was an even match. But over the years, as the economy grew in this county, the school grew in size, and with that growth, they gained more resources, funding, and players, and they even moved up to a more competitive region. Their facilities are beautiful, and their crowd of fans large. This inequity has been a major contributor to our six straight backyard brawl losses. As our group of parents entered their stadium and walked across the manicured field and passed their huge crowd of fans, there was little hope to lift us up. We knew, and they knew, what the outcome of the game would be. So we settled in for our traditional beating and prepared for the after-game cliches and platitudes we'd use to lift the spirits of our sons. At midfield, the opposing team towered above our boys, taller, bigger, faster, stronger, and there were many more of them compared to our limited bench. A casual observer would have quickly concluded that our team had no chance. The whistle blew, and on the first series of downs, they stopped us dead in our tracks. The parents sighed, and the team punted. And on the next set of downs, the other team began systematically advancing towards our end zone. Our coach started screaming from the sideline, How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And then we slowed them down, and then we stopped them, and then we forced a punt. It was a stunning, unexpected moment for both teams, and a payoff for three solid months of planning, practice, and focus directed at this one moment of truth, the turning point when our young men truly believed that they could play head-to-head against their much larger rivals and not get pushed around. Our team had spent endless hours viewing film. They worked harder and pushed harder than ever before in endless practices. Coach Bo, our head coach, took them to watch the other team play in the preseason and showed them where they were weak. 
And then there were the infamous sled drills. Coach Bo prepared them to win mentally by making them push a heavy sled laden with the extra weight of the entire coaching staff six times a day. Six times for each of the six previous losses. Pushing that sled was awful and grueling, and it was designed to harden them mentally. Coach Bo knew that when they got to their breaking point, nothing they faced would be worse than pushing that sled. And of course, the thought of adding a seventh rep if they lost again was unbearable. Coach Bo was screaming from the sidelines, How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And our small boys turned it on and battled their Goliath adversaries as equals. Time and again we stopped them. Tackles behind the line, balls batted down on passes that would have been touchdowns, sacks that made the pocket a dangerous place, and punts that pinned them back to their end zone. With each stop, the refrain, how bad do you want it, gain more meaning. Everything the other team poured at us, we somehow, someway, and probably stopped. And then we scored. Our running back scrambled, drove, broke tackles, and managed to stay on his feet. Out in front of him, our blockers threw themselves at the defenders. A roar erupted from our stands. We had drawn first blood. The other team was stunned. It was not supposed to happen this way. Beating our team had become so routine that they'd checked the win column on their schedule before the game even started. Their fans fell silent as their players, heads hung low in defeat, limped off the field to the locker room at the half. Our boys, many of them who were playing both sides of the ball in the steaming South Georgia heat, sprinted off the field. Their bodies were exhausted, but mentally they were on fire. They wanted it. On the opening play of the second half, the other team caught a break on a missed tackle and took the ball all the way down to our five-yard line. It appeared that they'd regrouped at halftime, but our boys held them in the red zone and we got the ball back on downs. It was unbelievable. For the next 30 minutes, it was a bare-knuckle brawl. Back and forth, back and forth. They threw everything at us, including the kitchen sink. And each time we held the line and pushed them back. But with two minutes left on the game clock, we turned the ball over. In a final push, the other team somehow got a second win and marched down the field, completing pass after pass. Our boys were past the point of exhaustion. Coach Bo was screaming from the sidelines, One more play! One more play! How bad do you want it? And then we stopped them on third down, but there was still time for one more play. Fourth down and five seconds left on the clock. The final play of the game with everything on the line. The suspense was almost unbearable. It was a heart stopper. Five seconds on the clock. One shot to get into the end zone. How bad do you want it? From our 15-yard line, the ball was snapped, and everything went into slow motion. Their quarterback stepped back into the pocket, searching desperately for an open receiver. Then he cocked his arm and hurled the ball into the air towards the corner of the end zone. The ball seemed to float for an eternity. Their star receiver leaped high, his fingertips reaching and grasping for the perfectly thrown pass, and our outgunned defender scrambling frantically, trying to knock it loose. It looked as if their receiver would come down with the ball. And for one still second, there was silence in the stands. Everything stopped. I could hear Coach Bo's words echoing. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Our defender stretched and reached and tipped the ball out of the receiver's hands. 
and as it dropped uncaught onto the grass in the back of the end zone and rolled to a stop, there was a sudden and deafening realization that we had won. And then there was Bedlam. We screamed and danced and hugged and congratulated because our boys had done the impossible. They had won the backyard brawl. In your life, there will always be somebody, some intimidating competitor, some problem that is bigger, faster, stronger, or smarter than you. There will always be an uphill battle that you'll have to climb to close a deal, start a business, achieve a goal, or get what you want. The Briarwood Buccaneers proved once again what great teams and great people have always known. When you are faced with a challenge or when the game is on the line, it is not about how big you are, how much training you have, your resources, experience, background, degrees, talent, intelligence, money, or any of the things that far too often become excuses that hold you back. You see, the only question that really matters when you face your Goliath is how bad do you want it? Don't forget to check out the amazing sales and sales leadership careers at Unifirst by going to unifirst.salesgravy.com. That's unifirst.salesgravy.com. And I hope you'll take a moment this week to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, SalesGravy, Google Plus, and Facebook. And if you've got a question that you would like me to answer about sales or sales leadership, please send it to podcast at salesgravy.com. That's podcast at salesgravy.com. 